Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Privia time. How many regional tourism strategies can you name? Yes, we all know the Wild Atlantic Way, and maybe you know the Ancient East. Got a third one? Well, Ireland's hidden heartlands. There you go. There's a few of them out there. And how do they all come together and how do they get developed? Well, a man is now going to tell us about that is Paul Keeley. He's the Director of Regional Development with Fulcher Ireland, who will be later on today launching these various regional strategies for summer 2023. Paul, good morning to you. Good morning, Emmett. Just testing our listeners out on, on the number of these. They're hard to keep them all moving in unison. And as I said, you have got that job to make sure all of them deliver. Tell us a little bit about where you see them going into summer 2023, where the different parts uh, are moving along. Uh, well, thanks, Emmett. Well, look, the obviously the overarching ambition from a, an Irish tourism perspective is to recover from the COVID pandemic and uh, by 2026 to get back to 2019 levels of business. Uh, but in doing that, I suppose we want to set a path that, uh, I suppose, uh, leads us to sustainable growth to 26 and beyond. And to do that, of course, we've got to get really balanced regional growth right around the country. And to that end, I suppose, what we've been trying to identify are discrete sources of advantage that different parts of the country have and to then kind of work develop that with local industry local communities etc and pitch that into the domestic marketplace and into overseas markets to our colleagues in tourism ireland now each one so, of those sorry yeah, sorry each yeah, one of those obviously has different attributes and there's different attractions and accommodation levels and all correct. is there sort of an overall theme where obviously you know people are watching their pockets in particular this year with inflation yeah. does that does that influence the different plans or does that feed into just a more overall picture no, look, of course it feeds in because I think from our perspective, one of those things that we want to avoid is overheating uh, hotspots, etc. So from our perspective, you know, making sure that we can spread the benefits of tourism, uh, you know, economically, socially, right around the country is really important. And to that end, obviously, the, the level of maturity, uh, tourism maturity in different destinations uh, differs uh, and the job of work to be done differs. So in some instances, uh, you know, there's a you know, there's an education job to be done in terms of people getting people into the tourism game in other areas. Uh, you know, there's a capacity management issue and making sure that we move visitors around from a visitor management perspective in a way that they enjoy the experience. Uh, and obviously, from a, a local's perspective, um, we want to avoid any notion of over-tourism in Ireland. Uh, and so for us, it's really important that depending on the given circumstances in a particular part of the country, that we are working with industry, working with local authorities, state agencies and others to make sure that the right package of measures is in place to unlock, I suppose, tourism as a force for good in that part of the country. Yeah, and obviously you've done a very good job in finding the, the, the distinct, unique attributes of each region. They all have different histories, they have different attractions, they have different, just the roads can be different, the, yes, the look indeed. and feel of the whole place. So you've kind of drawn those out for each one. What, what are the tourists that are coming in? Like, what, what are they looking for in 2020? What, what are the things you're noticing, the trends? That, that the sort of, is, is it value? Is, is it particular attractions that are doing well? Is it ecotourism? Is it the outdoors? What, what, what are the things that you're noticing are, are really strong at the moment? Yeah, we're still, we're, we're, we're seeing all of, this, all of the above. At, at, at one level, look, value for money is, is almost like table stakes in the, in the game. So, so from our perspective, you know, obviously, uh, dollar is strong at the moment. That's seen the US marketplace re- recover very well. Obviously, the levels of domestic savings, uh, household savings have been strong. Again, that has seen a very strong domestic marketplace. Uh, so uh, domestically, last year, we had 13.3 million trips, which was up 
14 percent on 2019 so better than pre-covid levels etc so so from our perspective you know obviously value is 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 almost has to be a given but beyond that uh certainly one of the legacies of covid is the love of the outdoors uh, has has grown dramatically so from our perspective again working with partners around the country in terms of you know projects around destination towns working on and supporting local authorities in terms of some of their work on public realm outdoor dining uh, and so on so that places which are great places to live tend to be great places to visit etc so from our perspective it's really working with partners right around the country as i say to make sure that we tap into that outdoors for starters and that can be in an urban environment but it's also the development of greenways uh, you know water-based blue way trails uh, uh, and so on, so that from our perspective, uh, you know, certainly uh, that that love of the outdoors is one that we've got what, to we've got to nurture going sure. forward. One, one final question that has to be reasonably brief, Paul. Is, is has the yeah. ho- hotel situation been resolved? Uh, there's a crush in accommodation we all know here in Ireland. Um, there's there's been a lot of people come from the war in Ukraine, etc. So has yeah. that whole area been settled? Is, is there a crush on numbers? So how how will the tourists get to stay somewhere at the moment? No, look, it's it's like there's no doubt, but that the the the, the there is a lack of tourism accommodation at this point in time so we have about 14 percent of the uh, accommodation stock in dublin is servicing government contracts at the moment but that number is 35 percent outside of dublin so uh, at the moment we have feedback from tour operators that they're not even pitching for business at this point in time because they can't get the room blocks etc uh, the bigger worry obviously around the country would be that for every euro spent on accommodation by a visitor there's two euros 50 spent on the surrounding ecosystem in terms of restaurants, gift shops, attractions, sure. and so on. So for certainly from our perspective, there would be parts of the country where we certainly have a very cautious eye to the, the season ahead in terms of the impact on the whole tourism okay. network, for want of a better term. Okay, listen, cautious eye is the word. Paul Keeley is the Director of Regional Development with Forge Ireland. We'll have to leave it there. I'll be back at a quarter past seven and half eight with business bulletins. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.